Hey, how you doing? And welcome to NLP Talks with Laura Evans, a podcast for people looking to unleash their potential in business and life. I'm Laura Evans, international trainer of NLP and host for this podcast. Join me in series two for a magical insight into the training room, learn about NLP and hear firsthand from our students about how NLP is changing their lives. Stay tuned. Hey, how you doing? And thanks for listening. Welcome to NLP Talks with Laura Evans. I am Laura Evans and I'm the founder and lead trainer at Unleash Your Potential and of course, your host for this podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about what is NLP. Perhaps you heard series one and heard all the amazing interviews, but were left thinking, what actually is it? And can you define it, Laura? So this is exactly what I'm going to talk about today. So let's get started. asked a lot, what is NLP? And if you Google it, you'll find thousands of different definitions. It's been around since the 70s and NLP stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming. Easy for me to say, right? Um, And it was created by two guys, Richard Bandler and John Grinder in the early 70s. And they were fascinated by people who were excellent at personal change, amazing communicators, and how some people failed where others succeeded. What made them different? So they started to study those people and started to understand what was this difference. They started to look at the beliefs these people had, the successful mindset that these people had, values, strategies, the way that they think. And they found quick and effective ways to help people change their thinking, to help them to develop themselves both personally and professionally. Richard Bandler talks about NLP being an attitude of curiosity and a willingness to experiment that's left behind a trail of techniques. And that is so true. I can't quote the person because I can't remember their name, but you've probably heard the quote that success leaves clues. And this links directly to where all this NLP stuff came from. I love NLP. I personally came across it in 2008 by accident, in fact, at a Tony Robbins event. I then found out some of my colleagues at work were using it and then it just flourished from there. I did what most people do at that time, which is probably not a lot, to be honest, um, until things align, whether you believe in the universe, synchronicity, luck, whatever you believe in. And eventually I ended up on an NLP practitioner course and it absolutely blew my mind. Not only did I start to change, getting rid of limiting beliefs, I had a massive fear of presentations, which people now don't even believe I had. It's almost as if people look at me as if to say, really? But it's true. And I also at that time was suffering with anxiety and depression personally. Now, I never went to get that fixed. What I went was to become a much better HR manager. And yes, did it do that? Of course it did. But it did so much more. So let me just break up what NLP really means. And let's do a little bit more of a deep dive into each of the three elements that make up NLP. So neuro, neuro is all about the mind and mindset. That's why I often get called the mindset lady. We all have a brain or a mind. And actually, we have an internal communication system that carries messages all around our body. 
Mindset is so important if you want to be successful in life. Freud, love him or not, talked about the mind as an iceberg. And he said the bit above the waterline is like the conscious mind, that logical thinking part of your mind, the evidence-based part of your mind, where we logically look at A leading to B leading to C. But actually, he said, there is a much bigger part of your mind called the unconscious mind. And this mass in the iceberg analogy sits underneath the waterline. This is the part of your mind that controls your heart rate, your hormones and breathing. I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't sit here and tell my lungs to inflate and deflate. It doesn't happen. And how boring would that be if that was life, right? But there's a lot that goes on in your body and in your mind that's just automatic. And this unconscious mind of yours is in charge of it. It's where your values sit, the things that you hold dear to yourself, your beliefs, your attitudes, your memories, they all sit in your unconscious mind. And it's actually your unconscious mind that is responsible for all learning, change and behavior and and language for that point. It all comes from the unconscious mind. I mean, I'm not sitting here recording this podcast for you, having constructed every single sentence perfectly in my head before I say it. I'm just opening my mouth. And if you and I are lucky, um, what I'm saying is going to make sense, right? The unconscious mind is I call the powerhouse. I mean, if you use the analogy of laptops, you know, if you take a supercomputer on one hand with infinite power and possibility on the one hand, and on the other hand, you take maybe one of those old laptops that if we're all honest, we've got tucked away under the stairs that we just can't bring ourselves to throw out. And if you were to get that out, I mean, if you powered it up, it would run some error messages. It would do a load of updates, but eventually it would get going. This is the potential difference between the power of your unconscious mind and your conscious mind. Like your conscious mind has served you well. Of course it has. It's helped you as as your unconscious mind to have the success that you've had in your life today. But I know which is the more powerful part of my mind. And if I can help you and help myself to change some of those patterns and programs that run at the unconscious level, that is where we truly start to see success happen. And this is what Richard and John discovered when they first started looking at these successful people. So just to recap, neuro, mind, mindset. This is why we often refer to ourselves as mindset people. Now, the L stands for linguistics. This is all about language. So this is language um, that we use one-on-one with people, maybe one-to-ones in the workplace or conversations with your other half at home. It's also about one-to-many, so doing presentations, public speaking, and so on. But it's also about how we talk to ourselves in our mind internal dialogue, uh, self-talk are two words that we often use or terms rather we use to describe that. And this internal dialogue, which you have, has an awful lot to answer for from time to time, right? Because let's say, for example, you're going for an interview and you're going into that interview saying to yourself, I can do this. I will do this. This is the job I'm going to get. Then guess what? That will play out in your performance. If, though, on the other hand, you're going into that same interview going, I'm not really sure I should be here. I mean, I'm not really sure I'm capable of doing it. Um, I'm not really very sure that this is right for me. Um, I mean, there's going to be better people than me, right? That, too, will play out in the interview. And we have a phrase in NLP called what you focus on is what you get. And this internal dialogue that you have has a massive part to play 
and the success that you do or don't have in your life today. Now, the wonderful thing about NLP is understanding and empowering you to know that if things haven't worked out in quite the way you'd like so far in your life, your career or your business to date, the good news is you can change it. And that was such an empowering light bulb moment for me when I was on my NLP course, let me tell you, because I was in a dark place. I was in a place that said that, do you know what? Is life going to be like this for the rest of my life? I mean, there has to be more to life than this. And I learned just how quickly I could get rid of stuff. In some of the following episodes after this one, you're going to hear about how people have got rid of limiting beliefs in 14 minutes, a limiting belief that someone has held for years. This stuff is fast and it lasts. And that was what I love. Now, here's a little thing that you can do at home, because when I'm in the training room, I often will bring out a member of the audience and have them stand in front of me, have them extend one of their arms out parallel and make a fist. And what I do is have them say out loud so the audience can hear, I can, I can, I can, I can. And they keep repeating that whilst I apply a little bit of pressure to their wrist and see how well they can resist. I then do the same exercise, but this time I have them say out loud in front of the audience, I can't, I can't, I can't. And they keep repeating it. The same exercise, arm extended out fully at shoulder height with a fist at the end. And I apply the same pressure. And what happens is this. When they say they can, they resist my pressure on their wrist with ease. When they say I can't, one of two things happens. Either the wrist drops or they have to put in so much effort to resist my pressure, often because they know what I'm doing, um, uh, that actually it takes more effort. And that is what it is like in life. So when you're next with someone, if you're on your own listening to this podcast today, grab them, get them to extend their arm and do it yourself and you'll see the difference that it can make. This is the power, folks, of what you tell yourself and how it impacts on your results every moment of every day. And if we can help you change that internal dialogue, change the way that you talk to yourself, I know firsthand, personally, and from the hundreds of people I've now trained, that that will be the difference that makes the difference. I hope you're getting my passion for this. I'm sure you are. The third component part of NLP is the programming. Now, the neuroscientists tell us that we run 10 to 20,000 patterns or programs in our mind every day. Now, most of these will run at the unconscious level. So you'll be completely unaware that they're running. So, for example, this morning I brushed my teeth before I left the house to record this for you. And I brushed my teeth, but I didn't consciously brush my teeth. I didn't go into the bathroom and say, I must pick up my toothbrush. I must pick up my toothpaste. I must lift the tap and put the toothbrush in. I must put the toothpaste on. I'll spare you the rest of the process. Um, But I didn't do that. I was in there. I was thinking about how excited I am to come and record this episode for you today. Um, And before I knew it, I took the dog out. I was out the house and now I'm here. So we run 10 to 20,000 of those patterns or programs every day. Imagine just for a moment, if you would, a little wooden train on the top of a hill. And I'm going to take you back to school for a moment. But if I was to push that little train off the top of the hill with my finger, what would happen to it as it went down the hill? I'm guessing you know that it would gain momentum. 
and it would go faster and faster and faster as it went down the hill. Now, that's exactly what happens with these 10 to 20,000 strategies or programs you run every day. Something triggers them off and they start running at the unconscious level for some time when you're completely unaware that they're running. And at some point you become aware they're running. And let's say, for example, this is a strategy that you run called nervousness in the context of presentations. I mean, they say presentations is the number one fear, right, in the UK and America. Um, And at some point you become aware that you're getting nervous. It might be the little flutter in your tummy. It might be the first shake of your hands. It might be the first bead of sweat, the first thought that shoots through your head. And you go, I've got to do a presentation. Um, And that's when you start to become aware the pattern is running, but it's already been running for some time and already been gaining momentum. Now, when you present, I'm going to hazard a guess that you don't want the outcome ideally to be that you get nervous, but that's the program that you've run many, many times before, and it has a certain outcome. The program runs once it's been triggered, and ultimately you always feel nervous. That's not ideal, but that's how programs work. They give you a consistent outcome regardless of whether it's desirable or not. And I remember being sat on my practitioner course and the trainer looking at me and saying to me, do you want to change how you feel about how you present? And I was like, "Uh, absolutely. And that's what we did. Later in the series, you're going to hear about swish pattern and that's the technique that we use to fix it. And now when I come to present, I love it. I'm sat in the training room ready to start the first day of the first practitioner course and I'm excited. I'm full of anticipation and I'm guessing if you struggle with presentations, you're probably listening to me saying that going, really? How does that happen? You'll find people on social media that say if anybody tells you they don't get nervous about presentation, they're lying. Well, do you know what? I'll tell you they're lying because I don't feel nervous at all. I feel excited. But listen to this because excitement and nervousness They're not that dissimilar in reality, are they? They're both buzzy states. They have different meanings. And it's been reframed in my head so much now that I genuinely feel excitement when I present. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the power of what NLP has done for me and it can do for you. I remember my lead trainer, Bruce Farrow, who unfortunately is no longer with us, talked about the fact that for him, NLP is an instruction manual for the mind. And that is exactly what I think. When we're born, we're not given an operator's manual. I mean, listen, I'm trying to think how big it would be for us as human beings, right? Probably feel the room I'm sat in right now. But we don't get that operating manual. And so what happens is we learn stuff along the way. We're only born with two fears, loud bangs and falling. That's it. The rest of the things you've picked up along the way are either because you've learned them or because of the environment that you found yourself in. And I don't know about you, but knowing that I can change things about myself, knowing that I can make my life more enjoyable, knowing that I can make my life easier, knowing that actually I can become a better communicator, all these things are hugely empowering and fill me with a massive smile um, and lots of joy when I think about what I help other people do. NLP can help you if you, like I say, just want to become a better communicator. Maybe you want to become an influencer or motivator. NLP just isn't about techniques. It's always about the language as well that we use and the impact of the words that we use. Become a better presenter. 
Maybe you know that you are the only thing that is getting in your way from the success, the dreams and the aspirations that you have. And the only thing that's stopping you is you. Well, know that it's possible to change that. I used to have massive internal conflicts in my head. I used to argue with myself for days. We're going to talk about that later in the series as well. There is so much NLP has done for me and my students. And I'm delighted that throughout the rest of this series, we're going to be able to share this with you. Just before I finish, I just want to give you a couple of quotes. Psychology Today has been quoted as saying NLP is arguably the most powerful behavioral science on the planet today. And Science Digest said that NLP is the most powerful vehicle for change in existence. So if you're interested in finding out more about how you can change the way that you feel, the way that you behave and the results that you have in your life, as well as your thinking, then you're in the right place. So what I thought was you might like to hear from some of our students that have done some training with us and to hear from them the difference that it's made to them rather than just listening to me, right? So let's cut to them and let them explain to you the difference that it has made to them. I'd say from a personal point of view, it just gives you such great insights into yourself. You realise really just maybe how many things sometimes are holding you back. It certainly helps you then to, to move forward. And professionally, I think it's always great to have extra skills in your tool set. Laura certainly helps you develop those skills and she does it in such a lovely way that you just feel guided all the way through. You feel very, very comfortable right from day one right to the end. And you come out, I think, feeling 10 feet taller, which is absolutely wonderful. When I was researching a neurolinguistic program in NLP courses, I did sign up for an online course, but in all honesty, I started it and lost interest within three months and decided that I'd be better off joining an instructor-led program and it's been leaps and bounds better. You get the instructor support, you get to ask questions, you get to apply the practical knowledge, which you don't get when you do e-learning. I definitely will use it in, in my organisation. If people need you know, coaching techniques and things like that, I'm definitely happy to, to go ahead and do that. I felt a huge personal change. Kind of went in not knowing what I was going in for. So it was a great surprise. And by the end of the prac course, I just felt like a weight had lifted off me. It's changed me as a person because I feel a little bit more confident. I can see different people's models of the world. Yeah, I feel like that's what's really changed me. The transformation for me personally has been massive. When I arrived at Laura, I was in a bit of a nervous wreck. Uh, I just employed my first member of staff uh, and money for me was a massive resource on my energy because I was, was so worried about it uh, for a long, long time. And, and now I employ 10 members of staff with an aim of we'd probably be up to 30 members of staff within three years. So. My job stressed me out, life stressed me out, I was running around doing different things. My husband always moans now that, you know, you used to be the organised person, now you don't really care. I was like, I'm not that I don't care, it's just my life and my outlook from NLP and coming on Laura's courses has just changed. I think the one thing I will say about Laura's courses, you know, 
a lot of people look around for therapists and self-help you can pay all of that money but i think it's so much more valuable to go on a course spend the money with laura and actually learn something you can use in everyday life but it's brilliant, it's just, I love it so much. The course has been most beneficial to me because I actually got to face my fear of heights and I did three challenges. The first challenge was to go on the Orlando Eye. Uh, the second task, I went to uh, Bush Gardens and I went on the most frightening ride ever. It shoots you way up into the air and then tilts your seat forward so you feel like you're falling out and then shoots you back down again. Oh my God. I did that and then the final thing to prove that I wasn't frightened of heights anymore I actually did a helicopter ride as well which was awesome. I would say it's life-changing, it's motivational, it's engaging, it's exciting and it's fun. Laura is an amazing trainer, an amazing person. Whatever I do professionally or personally, Laura always in my life. I always say thanks to Laura. It's Laura, it's Laura who changed my life. Thank you to you and thank you to Anna P. The Lisa now is very determined and very, very much focused, very much motivated and just knows really what she wants and going to go for it. The course was just amazing and, and Laura really thought about the individuals. I would definitely say to go ahead and just book it and get it done because I do feel like it has changed as a person. Yeah, it's just been amazing. Amazing, I would definitely recommend. After gaining all the skills on practitioner uh, for my enhanced communication skills, my rapport building skills, within the week I was doing the course, I signed up my biggest deal to date, which was a £6,000 deal. Had I not done NLP or started my journey with Laura, that wouldn't have been possible. I definitely feel in a better place and I think this course just makes you a more rounded person. I'd say if you're considering NLP training, definitely, definitely do it and do it with Unleash Your Potential. Laura is wonderful and it'd just be one of the best investments that you actually make. It really, really will. If you've liked the episode today, please like it. Leave me a comment. I'm genuinely interested to hear what you think. Have you done any NLP before? What was your experience? Have you maybe been coached by someone in NLP or done a course perhaps? Remember also to subscribe to this podcast so that you are aware when we release the next episode. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you today. If you want to find out more, please visit nlptalks.com. And until next time, take care.